Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When I was in school growing up, I always sat next to the quiet kid Daniel. It just happened his last name was Williams and my last name was Young. So we were always sat next to each other. This worked out fairly well because my mother always said I could talk to a brick wall. And Daniel, well, he was the human equivalent of talking to a brick wall. Daniel wasn't your typical quiet kid. He never really talked at all. Ever. I'm pretty sure he could talk, but he just chose not to. If you tried to talk to him, he would just stare at you blankly until you went away. If the teachers called on him to read, as every teacher tried at one point, he would just ignore their request and go about doing his own thing. Eventually, everyone just accepted that he didn't talk. It was just Daniel. At first, people thought there was something wrong with him. They suspected that maybe he was deaf and mute. That would explain why he couldn't talk. But he could hear you just fine. He never even tried to communicate using sign language or even writing down what he wanted when he clearly could write. It was just a decision Daniel made not to talk. Daniel was smart too. He was easily the smartest kid in our class. Probably the entire school, actually. Most people were surprised to find out because if you have ever been in the same class as Daniel you would know he never paid any attention to anything the teacher was trying to teach. Because of this, the other kids, and even the adults, they nicknamed him Rain Man. You know, after the movie. I always thought it was pretty mean, even if it was somewhat fitting. In elementary school, he would sit at his desk and draw pictures or read all day long. He ignored everyone, but I don't think he ever missed a single question on any test. The teacher would call him up to the board to answer any question, and it was always correct. Some teachers even made a game of trying to stump him, but he won every time. It didn't change in middle school. He would sit and listen to his iPod every day during class, and he would pass every class with straight A's. Sometimes I wondered why he even bothered showing up to school to begin with, since he was so much smarter than everyone else. I 
I don't know if you would call Daniel my friend growing up, but I think Daniel saw me as his friend. Not the same type of friend as you and I would have been, but the sort of friend Daniel would have. I mean, we sat next to each other because of our last names and I would talk to him about superheroes since he wore some of their shirts sometimes. Daniel would sit at our lunch table and listen to me and my friends talk about who we had a crush on or the latest movie we wanted to see or our favourite bands. The kind of things kids talked about. We would sometimes get a nod and a smile and sometimes he would trade comic books with me for a few days. So I guess in a weird way, Daniel and I were friends. Daniel also had a secret ability. I'm pretty sure I was the only one who ever caught him and I never told anyone. Daniel had a special power to move things with his mind. He was usually cautious enough to keep his talent hidden, but sometimes he got careless or bored. I will never forget the first time I caught him. We were in the fourth grade, and I was sitting next to him in the back of the class. As usual, he wasn't paying any attention and doing his own thing. In the corner of my eye, I saw his pencil spinning in a circle on his desk. I moved my eyes without actually looking, and I could see him twirling his finger about three inches above his pencil, and the pencil followed his finger's motion. Then he stopped his finger and started twirling in the other direction, and the pencil followed. Another time he was reading a book during class and I could see the pages turning without him actually having to turn them. At first I thought maybe it was the wind, but it happened enough times that I could tell it was Daniel doing it. He eventually noticed that I caught him. He looked surprised at first but then gave me a little smile and held his finger to his mouth as if to say, Don't tell my secret. And I never did. Once I knew about his ability, I was able to notice it all the time. Daniel went out of his way to make sure he hid his talent and rarely used it around people. But if someone upset him, he would lose control. Even on those occasions when he was upset... He was still very good at disguising it as a random accident. It always made me wonder just exactly what Daniel was capable of if he had lost control. For instance, in the fifth grade, we were out playing football at recess. Even though Daniel didn't talk, he loved sports and he loved recess. You would never expect him, of all people, to be so competitive. The other team kept cheating by continuing to play after they were downed. But since Daniel didn't talk or argued, they got away with it. It happened over and over and Daniel got mad. 
When we got the ball back, Daniel threw it directly at the boy who had been cheating. Somehow the boy's hand didn't close, and the ball drilled him right in the face, breaking his nose. As the kid sat on the ground crying in the pool of his own blood, Daniel looked over at me and gave me a wink. Another time, we had a substitute teacher for a few weeks while ours was out on maternity leave. This teacher hated our class, and she especially hated Daniel. She didn't like how he was allowed to sit at the back of the class and listen to music while she was teaching. She had never seen any student so disrespectful and allowed to get away with it. She took his iPod away. The next day after lunch, the teacher returned with her fresh afternoon coffee. As she went to take a drink, she accidentally misjudged and poured the entire cup of steaming hot coffee all over her chest and stomach. She screamed in pain and had to get taken to hospital and treated for second-degree burns. She never returned to our class again. Daniel had his iPod back and everything went back to normal. This brings us to high school. As you might expect, Daniel had a bit of a reputation. Everyone knew about him. I think the whole town probably knew about Daniel. When you are different in high school, you attract attention. A lot of times that attention is unwanted attention. Even though Daniel never said or did anything to anyone, he still became a target. Some of the upperclassmen decided to make a game to see who could make Daniel talk first. The person who could make him say even one word would get $100. They tried everything they could think of. They tried being his friend. They tried telling him jokes. Girls even offered to date him and sleep with him if he just said yes. But he never would say a word. As time went on, their tactics changed. Instead of taking a friendly approach, they decided they would take the opposite approach and they picked on him relentlessly to make him crack. Having a locker next to him, I witnessed all the abuse he went through. And it was abuse. They tried everything from calling him names to pushing him into lockers, trying to embarrass him and just bullying him in every way they could think of. You get the picture. Still, Daniel never broke. He never said a word. He would get visibly upset, face red, deep breathing, but he never said anything. It got so bad at times, I tried to step in for him and talk for him, but that just made them start to bully both of us. One Friday, things went too far. Three of the worst offenders pushed him against his locker again. Daniel finally had enough and he pushed them back. A fight started. It was three against one. 
three junior football players against the freshman Daniel. He wasn't even big for his age and he never stood a chance. There wasn't much Daniel could do except try to shield himself from being repeatedly kicked in the head while he was down. It didn't last long before it got broken up, but Daniel was hurt. His nose looked broken and his face was a crimson mask. To his credit, even when the police came and asked for a statement to arrest those kids, he didn't talk. Despite that, the three juniors were arrested for assault and suspended for a week. The cameras had caught everything they needed to press charges, and there was enough witnesses even without Daniel giving a statement. When we came back to school the following Monday, they made everyone report to homeroom before school started. This wasn't normal, but occasionally it would happen. So I took my seat in the back next to Daniel. Then they made the morning announcements. On Saturday night, three students had tragically died in three separate house fires. Counselling would be available all week for anyone who needed to see them. It was the same three boys who attacked Daniel that died in the house fires. I looked over at Daniel and told him that at least he wouldn't need to worry about them bothering him anymore. He glanced back at me, smiling. And in a voice in my head that wasn't my own, I heard him say, I know. There was an investigation and all three fires were caused by an electrical fault that had started in the boys' rooms. All three of the boys were found burned alive trying to escape out of their bedroom doors, which were found not to have been locked, but still had to be broken open by firefighters at the scene. It was just an eerie coincidence that the fires all happened on the same night, at the same time, and killed three boys who were in the same grade. Two weeks later, Daniel's parents pulled him from school, and the teacher said his family was moving due to a new job. I've tried to find him on social media, but I'm not surprised that the boy who never talked doesn't have a Facebook account. In the entire time I knew him, Those were the only words I ever heard him speak. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 